the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Courts around the country have seen a flurry of litigation over the 2020 presidential election as both major parties jockey for every advantage. Democrats hope to boost turnout through relaxed rules that give voters more ways to cast ballots safely during the coronavirus pandemic. They've asked judges to let county officials start processing the expected flood of mail-in ballots ahead of time and give them several days after November 3rd to count them. Republicans often oppose those measures and have pushed to tighten rules about how the ballots are cast and counted. There are at least 11 states dealing with election-related lawsuits, including Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Wisconsin. I'm Shelley Andler. The morning after Hurricane Delta blew through the besieged Louisiana Bayou, residents are checking to see if the Category 2 storm brought more deaths and destruction to communities still recovering from a recent hurricane. This is SRN News. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with the statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. The headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up next with the headliner himself, Mitch Berg. He's in studio, ready to go. Do stay with us. Lots to talk about here on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, just after 1 p.m. here at the Patriot. Your forecast calls for sun in mid-60s, down to the upper 40s tonight, and for Sunday, mostly sunny in about 71. If you have fall travel plans, bring us with you. Download the AM 1280 The Patriot mobile app for free at your device's app store. You'll get crystal clear reception everywhere, and you won't miss a minute of the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up next on the Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The bitter, clinging, gun-clinging, Jesus freak of love. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I haven't come up with a new one in about four years here. I was about due for it here. Uh, the person who's making talk radio uh, great again. Uh, my name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which is going on 19 years old right now. Coming up in about, what, four months, I believe, uh, February will be its 19th anniversary of dominating Twin Cities' mid-level sort of C, maybe D-list blogs, uh, doing what I do every weekday morning just to get ready for what I do here every Saturday, dominating Twin Cities' weekend media. Ergo, all media in the Twin Cities, because 
really, this is where the fun stuff all is. Uh, don't forget, Brad Carlson comes up tomorrow from uh, 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot, and King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We're the Northern Alliance uh, radio network. Many people have tried to do what we do. None of them have quite succeeded, although they certainly give it their best effort. Anyway. What's all going on here today? By the way, we've got one of the most action-packed shows I can recall. And and as someone who didn't used to be especially popular in high school, I gotta say it's it's unfamiliar turf for me, being uh, in the position I am this time every every two years, especially every four years, during the midterms, the last month or so before the election, I get to be very popular. Uh, it, in as much as I have a conduit that leads me to an awful lot of local Republicans and conservative voters here via this station. That's you, folks. A lot of people want to, to reach you, and they call me to get airtime to do exactly that, to reach you, the conservative, Republican, pro-life, pro-gun, pro-growth, pro-ownership uh, economy voter. And apparently it works because people keep coming back to do it. <laughs> so... Uh, and we, we've got, and for someone who how barely made it to prom his senior year with a date, the idea of being someone that, that people are, I mean, blowing my phone off the hook to reach uh, at least for six weeks a year uh, and, and during presidential years, it's probably the last eight weeks before the election, uh, September and October, uh, my my phone, metaphorically speaking, rings off the hook. And it's gratifying because I'm happy to offer airtime to to allow uh, to get these voices out to you, the people who need to hear it. Because uh, if you listen to this station, you're probably fairly tuned into politics. I mean, that's kind of a given. But there's always more to learn. There's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, there are uh, 201 people up for election in the state of Minnesota, just in the the legislature alone, not to mention all of your county commissions, your city councils, your school boards. Uh, And, of course, there's all your statewide offices, all eight congresspeople, uh, one senator this time around, and not the governor this time, but, of course, the presidency coming up here. And so there's a lot to keep track of. I mean, I just just rattled off like 215 different people right there. And you are responsible for voting for uh, above the county level this year, a state representative, a state senator, a United States House member, a senator, and the president, plus whatever you have locally, everything from water board, water and soil board members up through city councils, mayors in some cases. Anyway, it's been a fun year of of talking with people and introducing people to you. And by the way, the people were introducing you to you today. Uh, again, Doug Welletz, who's running for the Minnesota State Senate here in District 51 against Sandy Mason. And uh, Diane Knapper, who is running for the uh, Minnesota State Senate in District 63 against Patricia Torres Ray. Now, I should point this out. Federal law uh, requires that we offer equal time to the other party in, in each of these cases, to the endorsed candidates of the other major parties. Uh, which uh, this this year includes Republicans, Democrats, and both of the marijuana parties, which should show you how care, how seriously people took the 2018 election. Anyway, I uh, I I do hereby offer equal airtime to Senator Torres Ray and to Senator Mason. Actually, it's not so much as an offer as a challenge, because I'd like to ask both of you, senators. Uh, Mason and Taurus Ray, 
a bunch of questions. What do you think about Governor Klink's endless round of of, uh, of emergency orders for you know, the state, an endless state of emergency for something that is not a state of emergency? I mean, it's a public health situation, but it's becoming clearer and clearer that shutting down the state, that that gagging the state economy, isn't the answer. I I'd like you. Two senators who continue to vote for continuing this madness of shutting down the state economy, of giving unfettered emergency dictatorial control to Governor Klink uh, to to answer to that and and, and much more as well. So uh, we'll be offering, I, I hereby challenge both of them to take the equal time. In the meantime, you'll be talking with the people who are going to run to unseat them and God willing and with a tailwind they shall, uh, Doug Wellitz and uh, and Diane Knapper, 51 and 63, respectively. Also, second hour, we're going to be talking with Dr. John Lott. And I know if you're a listener to this station, you get tired of hearing every single election. This is the most important election of your lifetime. I get tired of saying it, trust me. But the stakes are off the charts. I mean, they're they're important every time. And believe me, if you are... If you're, Really pay attention to some of the key issues that you as a conservative and ergo a listener to this station should be concerned about. You, you, you agree. Every election is the most important of your lifetime. This one more than most. The Second Amendment is particularly vulnerable this time around. And Dr. John Lott will be talking about that with us today. It's particularly vulnerable because the culture war has swung so hard in favor of gun rights in the last several years, in the last 20 years in general, and in this last six months in particular, as an avalanche of new first-time gun buyers from the middle, from the undecided crowd, and indeed from the left, have strapped up, partly because they're worried about government's ability to protect them, partly because they see what's going on on East Lake Street and University Avenue and Kenosha and see, and in Powderhorn Park, and they see that Government is failing badly in its one unambiguous role. It's one unambiguously valid role to 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 preserve public order. They're seeing the complete failure. They're seeing the need to perhaps enforce that order for themselves. And if you are a smart Democrat gun grabber, sounds like an oxymoron. It's not. If you are a smart Bloomberg pimp. I think that's being charitable, suitably so. If you are a smart gun control pimp, you might be smart to see this as your last chance. And so if the Democrats take the White House and, heaven forfend, the Senate and hold the United States House and, heaven forfend, even further, take the Minnesota State Senate, you are going to see Democrats from the, the, from Washington, D.C., all the way down to your county soil and water board, make a, a, basically the, uh, the, the, the equivalent of the Germans' attack in the Ardennes in 1944, the last-ditch attempt to turn the tide in their favor. They're going to grab while the grabbing is good. Anyway, talking about grabbing while the grabbing is good, uh, Rahm Emanuel instructed Democrats to never waste a crisis. 
And one of the crises that I see them working to rectify in their favor and to the detriment of federalism and democracy with a small d as we know it is all of those checks and balances. One of the things that uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, both the co-heirs co-heir, apparent to the, uh, the, the presidency should they win this fall, and let's not kid ourselves, it's going to be a Harris administration within a year. Uh, how do I know? We'll go into that perhaps in coming weeks. But they, uh, they are, they will not, they have studiously avoided ruling out the notion of packing the Supreme Court, one of the few checks and balances on the absolute power of both the presidency and the Congress and government at all levels. And yes, uh, we Donald Trump is on a roll. He's been able to nominate three good conservatives, get two confirmed. Amy Coney Barrett's got a great chance of being confirmed before the election. And the Democrats are responding to that with the absolute intent to pack the Supreme Court. And Joe Biden, bless his doddering little heart, has done what is the ultimate screw-up for a politician, told the truth. He let it slip out uh, yesterday, uh, saying that uh, while uh, while being pressed by a reporter, presumably a conservative reporter, about uh, whether he plans to pack the Supreme Court uh, and, and asked, well, don't the voters deserve to know? And he responds, no, the voters don't deserve to know. Uh, I, I don't have to talk about packing the Supreme Court. This is in the wake, by, this in the wake, by the way, I should say, of... Of, uh, of repeatedly saying, well, you'll, you'll, you'll find out what I want to do about the Supreme Court after I get elected, as if basically dooming democracy as we know it today is a big Christmas Day surprise that we should wait until Santa's come down the Christmas, uh, the, the chimney for. So I'll be talking with Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com, longtime former co-host of this show, to uh, about a piece he wrote about that very episode today. And I want to talk about some of the backing and filling some of the people on the left are doing. So, well, he didn't really say that. Well, Ed's got the video, and, and there's a case to be made. And the case is, well, let's be honest, complete baked wind. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But it speaks to what I think is probably one of the, the things that's come crystal clear to me in the last couple of days. Since the vice presidential debate, certainly. I didn't vote for Donald Trump four years ago. I voted. I wrote in Scott Walker. I disliked Donald Trump as a person for quite some time. I thought maybe at best we'd get one or two good Supreme Court nominations. We have had a bumper crop there. He has governed generally, according to what he promised, way beyond my expectations in some ways. Is that good enough? Well, I have to say, I have a lot of never-Trumper friends who are saying they're going to vote principal this time around. Well, I can totally respect that as long as you're not involved with the Lincoln Project. <laughs> but I'm going to give you this right here, right now. Uh, my principle is not screwing up the nation, and I guess I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm going to go past that point of no return and say I'm going to vote for Trump. It makes my skin crawl in some ways, and yet I'm proud to say it in many others. We'll talk about Joe Biden and the principle that he's violating that has pushed me over the edge. Packing the Supreme Court and destroying federalism. When we come back with Ed Morrissey, go nowhere. I'll be right back.
limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Presidential candidates debating as part of the campaign is a surprisingly recent thing. The Kennedy-Nixon debates 60 years ago were the first time the major party candidates ever actually debated each other. And after that, it took 16 more years till 1976 for them to try it again. We'll go through the story behind that and another one of these spots before the election. So stay tuned. I'm Mitch Berg. Join us this Thursday evening at 8 as more history is made. Debate night coverage is presented by Alpha News. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Whether you love it or hate it, winter is upon us. Start preparing before it's too late. Bundle up and save some cash. This fall is the perfect time for Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's Bundle Up for Savings Sale, where you can save at least $1,000 on a new high-efficiency furnace, giving you and your family toasty comfort all season long. In addition to saving $1,000 or more on your new high-efficiency furnace, they're offering payment options for 0% financing. You can take comfort in knowing that Standard Heating has been serving Twin Cities homeowners since 1930 and that their Nate certified technicians will get the job done right and right away. So don't wait for winter. Start bundling up and take advantage of this sale. This offer ends October 31st. Learn how you can save $1,000 or more on your new furnace at standardheating.com slash patriot. That's standardheating.com slash patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Yeah! Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. And by the way, big news this past week: the singer of this very song, the esteemed, I am an yeah, the esteemed I Johnny am Rotten, real name John White, of the epic seventies British punk band, the Sex Pistols, has endorsed. Wait for it! Wait for it! Donald Trump. Further proving that red is the new punk. We got Johnny Rotten on our side. Who who can who can thus oppose us? Hey, go to am12athepatriot.com, sign up for the Patriot Fan Club. That's all I have to say. Do it. Do it now. All good things in life flow, well, first from God. 
through an understanding of Christ, then down through the Patriot fan club, perhaps via Bruce Springsteen at some levels of abstraction. Either way, join, join, am12athepatriot.com. Now, one of the issues that has pushed me to, to push me on a matter of pure principle to vote for someone I didn't vote for four years ago is the intentions that presidential candidate, Vice President Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, the likely next president of the United States, at least before too terribly long, is their intent to do to the Constitution what, I don't know, Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols did to stages all across the UK and America uh, back in the day, uh, trash them completely. The parallel works here, folks. Just work with me here. And And in hiding his intentions, Joe Biden has been Pretty darn clear about his intentions, I would say. And so with that in mind, uh, from HotAir.com, longtime former co-host of this broadcast, Ed Morrissey uh, joins us. Ed, welcome back to the show after way too long. We're, we're definitely got another one of our uh, pop culture uh, assassination attempts uh, coming up here soon <laughs> with you and me, King Banyan and Brad Carlson. But we have a little more important att- assassination attempt to deal with here. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris are... Well, let's just say not wasting a crisis, as Rahm Emanuel bade Democrats to do. This You, you had a piece uh, hop, fr- up front and center on hot air today about Joe Biden explicitly, it sounded like, saying voters don't really deserve to know what he thinks about packing the Supreme Court. Elaborate for us, won't you, Ed Morrissey? Well, and first off, uh, I'm getting all sorts of nostalgia just being on the phone and listening to you, Mitch. It's great to be back on with you. Back, and, at, uh, back at you, so my bestie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so what happened was that Joe Biden was in Nevada, and I guess it was yesterday or maybe this morning. I'm not sure when this took place. Either is he. Um, uh, it was it was yesterday? Okay. So, um, so uh, he was being pressed by a reporter. Uh, and this is uh, you know a stand up in there this is uh, somebody who is saying that the people at his uh, at his uh, his readers or his watchers his viewers wanted to know what Joe Biden was going to do about packing the Supreme Court in other words adding seats to the Supreme Court you know a, a move that democrats want to force through and he refused to answer it and the reporter said well sir don't the desert- voters deserve to know and Joe Biden said, no, they don't deserve to know. I mean, no, they don't deserve uh, is, is, a, um, is a direct quote. And he starts wagging his finger at the, at the reporter and saying, I'm not going to answer this. Uh, I want to talk about, you know, uh, Donald Trump doing something that's never been done before without ever elaborating as to, well, how is it wrong? I mean, it's within the authority of his uh, position to uh, to nominate a Supreme Court justice in the Senate. It's within their constitutional duty to confirm or not to confirm uh, such a nomination. Uh, I mean, this thing is it's an absurd um, it's an absurdity upon absurdities. You know, with the Senate and, and judicial confirmation, it's been going on for almost 20 years now. Yep. And, uh, and this is just the the apex of our the nadir, maybe is a better way of putting it. Now, let me play devil's advocate or perhaps Harris advocate for a moment here. Uh, maybe the new term for it in, among conservative talkers. Uh if you watch the video, and I did, I've, I've heard a, a number of defenders of the vice president uh, say, well, he, he, was answer- he started off by directly answering the reporter's question. Don't the voters deserve to know, yada, yada, yada. And then he started by saying, no, the voters don't deserve soft stop. I, and then he went on to say, I, I, I'm not going to say it. I, I'm not, I mean, it there, there are those who said he started one thought and finished with a different one. Now, 
I say this in, in an abundance of, of concern, to be fair. I also right. think it's complete baked win because he's made his intentions, well, I would, I would say amply clear, but I think in this case it's more he's so carefully concealed his real intentions that he's made them completely plain at Morrissey. I mean, the, the, the sham that he started saying one thing when he really meant the other, I mean, his actual actions in the debate and out on the campaign trail and those of his entire party completely contradict that notion that he that he really does think the voters deserve the truth here, Ed Morrissey. Absolutely. I mean, and he's, he made it clear that he's not going to answer this question, that he doesn't think that voters um, should get this information before they cast a ballot for him. I mean, this is uh, he's he's been actually more honest about that than uh, than Kamala Harris was during the debate. She just kept changing the subject. She was a little bit, uh, you know, more <laughs> traditional about this, which was to say, that's a really great question, uh, 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 Susan Page, and let me answer a completely different one that I, I wish you had asked me. I mean, that's traditional. Mike Pence did the same thing in the debate. Um, but Joe Biden's actually said, no, I'm, I'm just simply not going to answer, because if I answer it, then my answer becomes an issue, and I don't want to have to deal with that issue. <laughs> don't want to be qu- like- don't want to be held accountable for, for positions I hold as I, as I try and become the most powerful person in the world. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, Ed. Yeah, spoken like a true establishmentarian, right? A true elitist, somebody who doesn't think that you're smart enough to be able to handle it, uh, to handle what his position is. And and by the way, this is typical Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been doing this for almost his entire political life. Uh, there was a very uh, classic Joe Biden moment in the 1987 campaign when somebody challenged him in, a, in an in-person sort of meet and greet. And Joe Biden started um, gassing on about how much better his IQ was than that guy's IQ and how he finished at the top of his law. I mean, it's in 1987. You can go look this thing up. The video still exists. We've had, we've had it at odd air. He did the same thing, I think it was in March or uh, February, with an uh, auto worker in Detroit who challenged him on Second Amendment. And, uh, and Joe Biden almost called the guy out to have a fist fight over this thing. I mean, it was a, it's, it, it's ridiculous. It's over the top. He's got this, he projects this sort of avuncular, you know, Uncle Joe sort of thing. Um, but as soon as you get under his skin, the arrogant elitist comes out. Uh, and the arrogant, um, uh, what's the, 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 the unsubstantiated idea that Joe Biden's smarter yeah. than other people <laughs> emerges, and he ends up sounding like an idiot. And and this is one of those times. I mean, this is the, the question got under his skin, and he said something really stupid, and he caught himself a little too late saying something stupid, which is something that Joe Biden does a lot. It's just that the media doesn't want to ask tough questions, and so you don't see it happening a lot in this particular cycle. We can give the... I'll, I'll give credit where it's due, uh, it, at least partial credit where it's due. Uh, this time, he's not uh, plagiarizing Neil Kinnock. On the other hand, the United Kingdom doesn't have a Supreme Court to pack, so there's really nothing for him to to pick and choose from the Neil Kinnock uh, body of work here. Uh, so, Ed, just briefly, so if people, just so people in the audience can explain this to people around the virtual Zoom water cooler this coming week here. How does packing the Supreme Court work? Explain that to the uh, to the world here. So FDR tried this and ended up getting uh, brought up short by his own party. In, in the end, Republicans objected and Democrats decided that this was a bad idea. Packing the Supreme Court means adding more seats to the Supreme Court so that you can nominate all the new for all the new open positions. Uh, FDR tried to add, I think, four new seats 
uh, in order to get the, a Supreme Court that would let his um, New Deal agenda uh, pass constitutional challenges. Uh, and, and this is exactly what's going to happen here if Joe Biden gets elected. The Democrats are going to try to pass a, a law because the Supreme Court, uh, the size of the Supreme Court is actually set in statute. Uh, this is a 19th century statute that set it at uh, nine seats. So they have to pass a they have to pass a law to amend that statute or change that statute to to change the number of seats. And if Democrats get control of the House and Senate, they'll have an opportunity to do that. Republicans could filibuster it, but the filibuster is on its last legs anyway. And I think that the, what Democrats will do is they'll just get rid of the filibuster altogether, so they can pass this thing and a President Joe Biden can sign off on it. And they'll add four seats so that instead of a six-three conservative split, you end up with a seven-six liberal split. Yep. And and Joe Biden will will appoint all four of those seats immediately, probably in, in order to um, in order to have the maximum impact. I mean, this is it, it's it's very destabilizing because the next time a Republican gets elected and the next time Republicans control the House and Senate, you're going to add four more seats. And every time a new president comes into you're going to end up with a Supreme Court that looks something like, uh, you know, the, the Congress uh, of Soviets during the Soviet uh, Union with its twelve hundred members. Yes. yes. They're going to have to build another building that looks like the uh, that looks like the Capitol in order to just hold the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 going to be absurd. It's destabilizing, and and more to the point, Mitch, the reason why this is the way it is is because the Supreme Court has become such a prize thanks to the judicial activism that has that has turned it into a uh, a shadow legislature, which is a role it was never intended to have. Uh, absent that, this would be the Supreme, you know, Supreme Court nominations would mean very little if judges <laughs> stuck to applying the law, <laughs> which is the way it should be. Uh, Ed Morrissey, thanks for coming on a short notice today. This is uh, fascinating stuff. I will get you, King and Brad, together in the studio here for something a little lighter. Hopefully, uh, when when we make sure that the Republic survives here uh, in a couple weeks, here sound good. Sounds great. I'm, I'm I'm at your disposal anytime, Mitch. Excellent. Ed Morrissey from HotAir.com. Check out his piece uh, about Joe Biden thinking you, the voter, doesn't deserve to know the truth. Hey, we'll tell you the truth about Doug Willits running for the United, uh, Minnesota Senate District 51. That's Egan. That's here, this station. When we come back, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The following is a public notice for people suffering with fibromyalgia symptoms. Researchers from the University of Illinois College of Medicine have developed the first definitive blood test for the biomarkers of fibromyalgia. Those who test positive may qualify for an FDA-approved clinical trial of a breakthrough symptom-eliminating treatment. Previously, a fibromyalgia diagnosis could not be confirmed. Now, participants can have definitive confirmation of this debilitating disease. The test is covered by nearly all insurance plans, and FM Test can even arrange to have your blood test done by a licensed medical professional in the comfort and security of your own home. If you suffer from chronic fatigue, mental fogginess, or chronic pain, it may be fibromyalgia. Take this opportunity to get the first and only definitive test. If you test positive, you could be among the first to receive a breakthrough treatment formulated to eliminate all fibromyalgia symptoms. Space is limited, so go now to myfmtest.com. That's myfmtest.com. Myfmtest.com. 
We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time. Uprising, the new book by Diamond and Silk, available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage. A special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1335. Rack Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back when my kids were little, we used to read the Where's Waldo books. We'd try to find Waldo, wherever he was. You you know, if you have kids of a certain age, you remember those books. They were fun. They were a challenge. I had a hard time finding Waldo. That was child's play compared to the game we adults are playing right now, which is Where is the Next Debate? I'll tell you what, doesn't matter, because whenever it is, we're told that the uh, debate next Thursday has been pushed off. The, uh, The president did not want to do a virtual debate. I could totally get that because, well, we'll talk about that a little later on here. I think that there's a strategy to the president acting the way he did in the first debate and he needs to be in person to do it, to bring out Joe Biden's invincible arrogance. Oh, yeah. Anyway, whatever it is, we'll be there. We'll be there. Myself, Brad Carlson, Kyle Hooten from Alpha News, who, by the way, sponsors our debate coverage, Alpha News, the place to go if you need news about Minnesota politics. And by the way, if you're not going to Alpha News daily, you're officially uninformed. Again, as we said before, every election is the most important election of your life. And really, if you take uh, representative republic, uh, Republican government and federalism seriously, everyone is. I mean, we're an election or two away from tyranny if people who care for freedom aren't on the ball. And. As regards the Second Amendment, that may be may never been more true than it uh, than it is this coming election here. And with us to discuss that after two o'clock will be Dr. John Lott from the Crime Prevention Research Center. But we're going to deal with some uh, statewide issues here first. Back to join us on the broadcast here, running for the Minnesota State Senate 
from uh, Senate District 51, which includes the station among a good chunk of the rest of the near south burbs of the Twin Cities. Doug Willetts joins us here. Doug, welcome back to the broadcast. How's the campaign treating you? Hey, thanks for having me back again. Hey, it's going pretty well. Uh, been out door knocking, hitting the doors. Um, I, 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 I've kind of lost track. My little app thing tells me I've hit over 2,000 doors myself. I've had some people out there going, too, so, and they've hit a few thousand doors. So it's going pretty well. Excellent, excellent. So uh, you are, of course, running for the Minnesota Senate in District 51. Now, this is a district that is the one in which AM 1280, the Patriot, well, is. It's our district. It's a district that was last held by a Republican in 2012 when uh, Ted Daly uh, was defeated after after one short term uh, before re- uh, the redistricting, the short uh, the half term that the Senate gets in Minnesota. Uh, what are you hearing from voters as we close in on the the election here? What's what's the word on the streets of of Egan, Invergrove Heights, and Burnsville, District Fifty One? Well, I think one of the biggest things, if not the biggest, is the economy and how how are we going to recover from this self imposed. Uh, disaster from from our state government leaders, and it's it's a big deal because uh, I mean the low number I've heard is we're going to be two point some odd billion dollars in the hole, and the big number I hear is six six billion dollars in in deficit for the state of Minnesota. Wow! And you just don't climb out of that stuff, you know, in a year or two even. It's going to take a it's going to take multiple years to get that to be get that to zero and and better to where we were before we started this COVID thing which was like one point, almost $1.5 billion surplus. And, uh, you know, when you, that came out uh, earlier this year, hey, we got a $1.5 surplus. The DFL was talking about, hey, how do we spend all that money? Well, um, it's number one problem with that is it's pretty much monopoly money because you don't really have it, and it was just an estimate. And just because you have a bunch of money doesn't necessarily mean you need to spend that money on anything uh, frivolous or anything like that. You know, you need to look at, you know, maybe giving it back to the people that gave it to you, you know, through taxes. I mean, we need to look at how how are we taxing people if we ended up with a $1.5 billion surplus? Yeah. Maybe we're taxing too much. Surpluses are overtaxation. That's what it is. The government takes in more than it expected. And that's how you double budgets in eight years, like Arnie Carlson did, an alleged Republican who's been endorsing Democrats ever since he left office. Uh, he had surpluses during the cha-cha 90s for eight straight sessions, and he turned every last penny of them into permanent spending, which, when the economy turned down eventually, turned into billions of dollars in deficits uh, because yes. the money ain't coming in. So, what are you hearing from voters about the uh, the state of the economy? I mean, are people getting it out there that that the, the the cure, as it were, the shutdown, the restrictions in the economy is worse than the disease, literally? Yeah, it, pretty much. Uh, I think you'd be surprised. I mean, I'm going door knocking at two o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday, and you'd be shocked at the number of people that actually answer the door. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I think. At first, when this whole thing, even even after two months of it, people were were okay with it. But it's it's getting much worse. I've read articles that uh, companies, you know, three months ago were saying, "Hey, this isn't going too bad." You know, having people at home, we can maybe look at getting rid of our busy, or our big, you know, big huge expensive office buildings. I'm reading articles now where they're they're going back to, yeah, we need people in the office at least partially during the week. 
they may not need as big an office space as they had before, but they, they're definitely saying we need, we need people. We need to see our people and, and, and be accountable for their time. And, uh, and that's starting to happen more and more, I believe. And I think that people are starting to get it. They're starting to understand that not everybody has the luxury of being able to do their job from home. And small businesses, especially bars and restaurants, and those types of businesses where the, the, the customer has to come into your office, into your, into your space, um, otherwise you just can't do your business uh, in, in an effective manner, are just getting devastated by this. Uh, yeah, this week, a, 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 an estimate came out, I don't remember who from, that estimated like 40% of Minneapolis's bars and restaurants are going to go out of business if this goes for another another three or four or five months. Yep. And that and I can't, I, just under, under, I do not understand how we can keep doing that to people that that's how they make their living. That's how they put food on the table for their families. And they have people working for them full-time, part-time to help, you know, they, to help put food on their, their employees' tables. And we're, and we're taking that away from people. And I find that just devastating to, to people. Doug Willits, you're running for the Minnesota State Senate in District 51, uh, the, the Egan parts of Burnsville, part, a little tiny part of Invergrove Heights area. Another big issue has got to be education. People, in many cases, move from Minneapolis and St. Paul to places like e- Egan, uh, Burnsville, Invergrove Heights to uh, get their kids into schools so they don't have to worry about, I don't know, getting shanked in the bathroom or whatever it is that happens at Central. <laughs> Having had kids in Central briefly, uh, it's not an idle worry. Uh, what, we, the fact that, that the schools aren't really schooling so much anymore has got to be rankling people uh, out and about the district. What are you hearing about about the ongoing uh, failure of schools to be, well, schools, uh, Doug Watts? Well, the, the big thing about the schools right now is is the hybrid mode or the distance learning. It's not so much what happens or doesn't happen in the school when it's there full time. But right now, the big thing is the hybrid learning. And uh, I was uh, watching a video the other day, um, and uh, it was the teacher was saying that, you know, if, if you can't believe the kids, how kind of much kind of bullying they do when they're in school with teachers right there with them. He, they, she was saying that it gets even worse online because the teacher's not standing there right next to you to uh, to discipline somebody. Uh, and so it, it gets even worse online, and it's really hard on the teachers. Uh, you know, they're, they're going and coming. They've got, they got, during the day, they got some classes in school. They got some classes online. Uh, the parents are devastated by this, too. Uh, a gentleman just yesterday uh, we were joking, hey, I think I, I think I'd fail kindergarten this year if I was in kindergarten, uh, because you know he's got his own job he's got to do, and he's got three kids at home, uh, you know, two or three days a week that he's got to wrangle through getting through distance learning at school, and I you know and I find that just that we're not helping our society as a whole with our lockdown. Kindergarten age boys, heck, boys up through age. 15 or 16 i can't imagine trying to corral them through distance learning oh gosh keeping parked in front of a computer six hours a day that's that's the most hopeless sounding thing i can imagine having been a boy myself i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to try it myself uh we were we were always talking about screen time in our society kids are getting too much screen time well now we're making them get screen time and and i just find that to be just 
it's just not working. It's the worst possible combination. Of course, Sandy Mason, your opponent, not a big uh, supporter of school choice. If you if you are, are seeing other options, private school, school uh, open enrollment, or charter schools, even yep. as your kids' well, lifeline. She's, she's actually running and she's running for the House District House One A. Oh, that's right. I I mix up the senator. Well, it doesn't matter who the I let her pay for her own. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, air uh, the time. guy, the gentleman that's running against her, just since you brought her name up, we should bring up the guy that uh, running against her, Pat Zurich. Uh, yeah. He and his wife, he and his wife run a preschool uh, thing in out of their home and do a wonderful job. He understands education, how it works, especially for boys. Absolutely. And and by the way, if you are a Republican in Egan, if you're a person who, who may not be aligned with a party, but you but you see the fiasco that is going on with the state economy, with the the absolutely unconscionable seizure of unlimited power by our governor and and of course by the collapse of our of the education system that you have built so much of your life around you need to vote for the republicans the pro school choice the pro curbing emergency powers candidates in all three of the 51s a b and of course doug willits in the senate so thanks for bringing that up doug let's talk about uh, the seat you're running for and how you're running for it okay so like i said uh, the incumbent has held this seat for eight years now, since 2012. And uh, the second congressional district at large, the whole southeast metro, is purple. It's a it's a hard purple district right now with spots of Republican. Uh, Republicans got to work, okay? It's not the second di- district it was uh, bef- uh, before, uh, before about five, six years ago. What is your path to St. Paul? How does Doug Willett, uh, Doug Willett's, sorry, overcome that history and get yourself into that seat in St. Paul this coming January? Well, um, as soon as we get done hanging up here, I go out and door knock. Uh, and so that's the big part of it. Uh, I've got some really great volunteers. Um, shout out to Steve and Patty. For, they've just been knocking it dead. Uh, there's a gentleman named Greg. He's been knocking it dead every weekend. Signs are going up, and we have a pretty pretty good digital ad campaign coming out. Uh, it started this earlier this last week, and uh, I've gotten some pretty good feedback from that. I've got people at least looking at my web page and looking at my Facebook page and stuff like that. Uh, so we've, we're driving that kind of stuff forward. Uh, I got mailers. Got a sent down a mailer about a week and a half ago, got another mailer going out this next week and uh, one more after that. Uh, and I just got to do things like get on your radio show and your, and your partner's radio show on Sundays and uh, just get the word out there that there is an alternative. You don't have to vote for the same thing every single time. There is an alternative. And our, and I really truly believe that the GOP, the old, you know, we used to say growth and opportunity party. Uh, I truly believe that this party has the better solution. Um, it's full of human beings, of course, and so we do have issues, but we can work through it, and we don't have to be calling each other names. I was on a uh, forum the other day, and uh, the term white supremacist, somebody voted for a white supremacist bill. It's like, holy cow, that's not, that's just not, that's not a, what a, a, a sane person does is just start throwing that kind of stuff out to somebody that, that without any, any proof of anything. Not, not so, only is it not what a sane person does, it's what someone without an argument does. It's what someone who wants exactly. to deflect away from facts and reality does. Which, by the way, if you are a Democrat, a progressive, who refers to Republicans in terms like white supremacist, 
you have no argument. You got nothing. You're trying to peddle emotional manipulation. You're gaslighting your public, which is, by the way, what spousal abusers and clinical narcissists uh, narcissists do. Just thought I'd set that straight there for you, Doug. So next time you <laughs> run into that, feel perfectly free. Doug Willits, uh, 30-second elevator pitch time. Why should someone vote for you? And what? Uh, where can people find out more about your campaign? Well, I am on my website is uh, willitsformn.com, W-I-L-L-E-T-T-S-F-O-R-M-N.com. And i uh, got all the stuff that you would possibly want to know about me on there. And if there's something you don't see, there's a web, there's an email you can send it to. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. You can uh, private message me on both of those if you have a question. And uh, I just, I, the only thing I'm going to promise everybody in the district is I will work hard for them. Uh, I was a servant leader in the Army for 29 years. Uh, I worked hard for my soldiers that I was that were underneath me and just the soldiers that were in the command I was in, with working in, I tried to uh, protect their time so that they would have the, the right resources to do the jobs they want to do and the jobs that they needed to do. And I promised to do the same thing for the people of Senate District 51. I will work hard to protect your time and your resources so that you can live the American dream that you want to live. And that is not an American dream that is is forced on you by uh, by a government. I have posted the link to your website at shotinthedark.info, the official blog of, well, me. Uh, so if you didn't catch that, Willits for MN, you can go to shotinthedark.info. It's uh, posted right at the top of the show post. Doug, best of luck out there on the campaign trail. We will talk again soon. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Absolutely. The uh, link is at shotinthedark.info, along with all the links to all the people you need to uh, discuss with today. When we come back, oh, the show is not even half over, which means the fun isn't even a third over. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is David Barton of Wall Builders. Our God-given rights of religious freedom are under attack in America today as never before. But Christians can do something about this. We have a right to vote. And in fact, we have a duty to vote. And we must vote. And we must vote for candidates who will support our basic Christian values. Since 1787, it's been our responsibility to select those who will govern us. Yet today, nearly 50% of Christians do not vote. Are you registered to vote in Minnesota? If not, you can register online at www.mnvotes.org. That's www.mnvotes.org. Or you can register in person at your county board of elections. Registration deadline is October 13th. So please be sure to register and then vote. And please join me in praying for our country. 
Paid for by One Nation Under God Foundation, a tax-exempt 501c3 committee. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. I can see clearly now. It's a shame that there's an election going on. I mean, it's inevitable. It's in the Constitution. It's got to happen. But if that were not the case, I would be able to devote due time to the carnage in the music industry this past week. No, keep this up there. Conciliar. By the way, Conciliar on the other side of the glass today, sitting in. We don't get to do this nearly enough. Glad to be back. Yeah, great to have you, as always. This is, of course, Johnny Nash. Now, big news this past week, Eddie Van Halen, the person who more than once made me think about quitting the guitar because I was never, ever, 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 ever going to catch up with him. And I just had to accept the fact that I'm more of a David Gilmore, more of a Mark Knopfler, more of a, God help me, Jerry Garcia-type guitar player than, a, than an Eddie Van Halen. There will never be another Eddie Van Halen. And there's people who are as good but different. Richard Thompson, Ingrid Malmsteen, Steve Vai, uh, Randy Rhodes. Oh, also dead, uh, unfortunately. But Eddie Van Halen can't be – he can be imitated. Many do can never his influence can never be equal but while we're on the subject the singer of this very song Johnny Nash also passed away this week giving us the weather forecast for today and a perfect epitaph for his uh, career Johnny Nash passed away uh, this past week at the age of 91. That, of course, is one big hit. He was a Stax Volt singer. He was uh, one of the the uh, sort of AAA minor league of the Stax Volt franchise, uh, and as like a lot of AAA minors, never made it to the big show in that league. Uh, went to the Caribbean, recorded a reggae album back before reggae was a household thing in America. That was his one hit wonder almost 50 years ago. And uh, so, Eddie Van Halen, Johnny Nash, both uh, slipping this mortal coil this past week uh, with widely varying uh, differences in influence, but yet both much missed uh, in the world of music, uh, whether you know it or not. Actually, that uh, that song, I can see clearly, that just, it's been covered any number of times this last couple of years even. I think it even made the, the Billboard Hot 100 again within the last five years. I forget who covered it. doesn't matter much anyway. 
So, vice presidential debate this past week, I have said that if it had been a boxing match, uh, they would have stopped it after three rounds. I think Mike Pence dominated Kamala Harris uh, to to that great an extent. I think uh, you could call it his background as a lawyer. You can call it his background as a talk radio host. But I think that that uh, he backed Kamala Harris into enough corners to make it uh, to make it fairly obvious who was ready for prime time. Uh, when Kamala Harris and her many, 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 many minions in the press have to resort to whining about mansplaining, which, by the way, is another way of saying a guy is clobbering a woman in a factual discussion. Uh, calling someone a mansplainer is like calling someone a white supremacist to speak to uh, Doug Willits's point early on. It's a sign that they've got no uh, argument and they have to play to identity. Uh, what I think may be the 32nd logical fallacy argumentum ad identity groupum. I have to work on the Latin. The point is there. It's called that the prototype of the idea. Not quite ready for production, but uh, that's what it is. Uh, and Tina Smith, uh, who hopefully will be exiting the United States Senate here in in a couple of months, uh, wrote about this. Uh, actually, a perfect example of what I'm talking about here. Watching Kamala Harris getting beaten like the bongo drum in the background of Johnny Nash's classic song, uh, tweeted, What women are feeling right now, do not lecture, do not condescend, and do not underestimate us. Uh, well, I think that uh, that Mike Pence addressed Kamala Harris with exactly the amount of respect that he, that she deserved. Let her speak in her own words, or in some cases, when it came to court packing, let her not speak, let her evade, let her, uh, let, let, let her reveal her own guilt by what she didn't say over and over again. So what do you do if you're a woman? You plead mansplaining. That's what you do. Northern Alliance Radio Network. John Lott joins us after the break. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Felt like I needed to dial 911 to report a murder. agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation, our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20%. 
That's promo code Minneapolis to save 20% off. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Alpha News brings you the real stories that the local papers and mainstream media are afraid to report. Unlike traditional media, Alpha News goes beyond the headlines. They focus on issues of local interest and what's driving the conversation. Join over 100,000 of your fellow citizens who read Alpha News each day. You can follow Alpha News on Facebook and Twitter. To sign up for the weekly newsletter, visit them at alphanewsmn.com. That's alphanewsmn.com. Alpha News, your independent news source. AM 1280, The Patriot.